Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit saymythyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this episode, I'll be chatting about the radioactive iodine uptake test. For those with hyperthyroidism, this test is commonly recommended by endocrinologists. And while I must admit that I'm not a big fan of this test, if you already had this test done, I wouldn't stress out about it. On the other hand, if you haven't had this test done, you definitely want to tune into this episode. And so let's get started. Welcome to the Save My Thyroid podcast, hosted by Dr. Eric Osansky. To stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics, visit SaveMyThyroid.com. The following discussion is for educational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. Please do not apply any of this information without first speaking with your doctor. Now let's head to the show. Welcome back to the Save My Thyroid podcast. This is Dr. Eric Osansky, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about the radioactive iodine uptake test. So what is the radioactive iodine uptake test? So this test involves a person swallowing a small dosage of radioactive iodine. The thyroid gland in turn will absorb the radioactive iodine, and this is then evaluated after six hours, and then once again, after 24 hours. Many endocrinologists will use the radioactive iodine uptake test to come up with their diagnosis of Graves' disease. And this test can also determine the presence of hot and cold thyroid nodules. However, there are two other ways of diagnosing Graves' disease. My favorite way is by looking at the thyroid antibodies. So specifically the thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, or TSI, which is a type of TSH receptor antibody. So if these are elevated, then this pretty much is diagnostic of Graves' disease. And then also, if someone has hyperthyroidism combined with thyroid eye disease symptoms, then there's a really good chance that they have Graves' disease if they're having those eye symptoms. And not just dryness, but if they're having, let's say, bulging of the eyes along with hyperthyroidism, then that pretty much is diagnostic of Graves' disease. And most of these people will have elevated antibodies. So I wouldn't rely on that just if someone has hyperthyroidism with thyroid eye disease symptoms, I would still want to test the antibodies. So when should someone obtain the radioactive iodine uptake test? So in my opinion, this test is frequently unnecessary. And in fact, when I was seeing an endocrinologist, when I dealt with Graves, before I was diagnosed with Graves' disease, I saw an endocrinologist and she did not recommend the radioactive iodine uptake test. And her reasoning is because at the time I didn't have health insurance and it was an expensive test and she didn't think it was necessary. So it just made me wonder from that point on, is this test really necessary to do or do they do some endocrinologists do it just because it's another way of making money, to be honest. I'm not saying all endocrinologists do this, but just something to consider. So once again, if someone has elevated TSI, thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, or TSH receptor antibodies, again, TSI is a type of TSH receptor antibody. So either one of these is fine. If they're elevated, then this will confirm Graves' disease. But then you might wonder, well, the radioactive iodine uptake test will also look 
for hot and cold thyroid nodules, which is true, but this won't confirm or rule out a malignancy. In my opinion, I would say you get an ultrasound, get a thyroid ultrasound instead of radioactive iodine uptake test. Of course, it's up to you. It's really your decision. But that's that was my decision, even though the endocrinologist didn't recommend it. I probably wouldn't have gotten it anyway. And I did ask for a thyroid ultrasound. So let's discuss hot and cold nodules. So about 80 to 85% of thyroid nodules show up as being cold on the uptake test. And about 10% of these nodules are malignant. Hot nodules account for only 5% of nodules, although the likelihood of these being malignant is less than 1%. And so you're hoping to see a hot nodule, but you're far more likely to see a cold nodule, and 90% of these will be benign. So, And once again, the uptake test isn't going to confirm this, so if it shows a hot or cold nodule, you want to look at other characteristics. If the nodule is larger in size, let's say two centimeters or greater, if it's solid, if it has microcalcifications, if it has two out of three of the characteristics I just mentioned, a larger nodule, solid, microcalcifications, then you might want to consider doing a biopsy. But as I mentioned, the uptake test is not going to confirm or rule out a malignancy, and neither is an ultrasound. So either way, you might need to do some more diagnostic testing. So perhaps you're still on the fence uh, about receiving this treatment. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're convinced that you're not going to get this. But if you are on the fence, maybe if you have an upcoming endocrinologist appointment and you have this scheduled or you think they might recommend this, just keep in mind, everything comes down to risk versus benefits. And I also need to mention that this is not the same as receiving radioactive iodine treatments, which most people listening to this probably know, but I wanted to make that clear. However, even a small dosage of radioactive iodine shouldn't be taken lightly. And what you need to ask yourself is, will obtaining this test change the course of treatment? And usually the answer is no. In most cases with hyperthyroidism, the the three treatment options will be antithyroid medication, radioactive iodine, or thyroid surgery. And if you already did receive this test, don't feel bad. Again, it's not the same as receiving radioactive iodine treatment. It's not the end of the world if you already took this test, but if you haven't, it's just something to consider maybe maybe not taking it. I can't tell you not to take it. That's up to you. I'm just putting together this presentation just so you can make an informed decision. So let's go ahead and summarize this episode. So once again, the radioactive iodine uptake test involves a person swallowing a small dosage of radioactive iodine. Many endocrinologists will use this test to come up with a diagnosis of Graves' disease. However, if someone has an elevated TSI or TSH receptor antibody, again, TSI is a type of TRAB, TSH receptor antibody. So elevated Graves' disease antibodies will confirm Graves' disease. And while this test can detect hot and cold thyroid nodules, it won't confirm or rule out a malignancy. And once again, this test usually won't change the course of treatment. So that is all I want to discuss. I know this was a brief presentation, a brief episode but really just wanted to go over some of the basics with the test and just give you some information so you can make an informed decision. And like I said, ultimately it's up to you whether or not you want to get the radioactive iodine uptake test. And if you already got the radioactive iodine uptake test, again, I wouldn't stress over it. What's done is done. Just go ahead and move on. And again, that is it. So thanks again for tuning in. Hope you found this episode to be valuable and I look forward to catching you on the very next episode. 
Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, please hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And if you'd like to connect with others with hyperthyroidism who are also trying to save their thyroid, you can join Dr. Eric's hyperthyroid healing community at hyperthyroidgroup.com. While I'm not a big fan of people getting the radioactive iodine uptake test, it's definitely not the only thing I'm not a big fan of. Three other things I'm not a big fan of include eating sushi, swimming in the ocean, and getting prostate exams. Since most people with hyperthyroidism are female, I was debating whether or not to bring up prostate exams, but I figured what the heck. Also, if you haven't reviewed this podcast yet, please do me a favor and do this, as doing so can help to encourage others with hyperthyroidism to listen to some of the episodes, which of course can help them to save their thyroid gland. So please do this right now while it's on your mind. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.